Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available every, anywhere, every, all the places that podcasts are available as well. We film it live at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. That's what I get for trying to do several things at the same time, trying to load up our new patrons. We got a couple of new patrons, uh, Demaniac, John Ingalls, and uh, Dal. Thank you, Dal. And thank you, Demaniac John thank Ingles. You. So thank you, thank uh, you. over there on the Patreon, you can get access to Friendo Club TV, uh, which is our bonus content. And uh, today on uh, Friendo Club TV, we talked about the whole uh, COVID mania running wild all over WWE, man. And to a degree, I guess, AEW as well. Their uh, 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 AEW champion could not be in attendance tonight because of his potential contact with potentially somebody who potentially had COVID of some sort. Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, but then over there in WWE, it's like scores. Oh, man. It's, scores. It's apparently it's, a major, a huge issue. They are swimming in it and, over and, there. And the, the sad part of it, they're not going to change a thing. You're probably right about that. Bathing in coronavirus over there in WWE. I'm not sure enough we'll of have, them to stop production. I'm sure we'll have a news brief on that tomorrow. We're just sort of we were pl- we were maybe thinking about doing one today, but uh, it seemed like every few minutes something new would come about. Yeah. Uh, I kind of half expect something else to drop in the morning. Yeah, I know. I do. This. I do too. So I do too. Called the in the news business a developing story. It is definitely a developing story. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, we talked about that today on Friendo Club TV. And uh, and it's a bonus uh, content that we have. You can get there. Drop us a Twitch sub. You get access to it. Uh, $5 and up a month on the Patreon. You have access to it. And, of course, uh, YouTube channel members get access to it as well. Uh, so there you go. Audio uh, uh, in the audio land. Uh, I still I put up the episode sometime. I've been like late with the audio episodes lately. I need to get back on that. 
so yeah, anyways. But if you're an audio, if you're listening to us in the audio realm, you can have it sent straight to your RSS feed via the Patreon, along with ad-free episodes of Going In Raw. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So, AEW, uh, go-home show to Fighter Fest, and mm-hmm. they gave Orange Cassidy his moment against Chris Jericho because indeed, obviously this is a match that is really meant to uh, spotlight Orange Cassidy, uh, but uh, in the end, uh, Chris Jericho is Chris Jericho. Uh, Judas oh, he'll effect. win. A Judas Effect is going to put down Orange Cassidy. This, this, should, this, this should be a fun this, match, though. It should be. This is a way to add some dimension to Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Uh, yet again, to show he's just not the slacker guy. Yeah. Uh, there's intensity. There's competitive spirit within him. He's more than just a dude that sticks his hands in his pockets. And I mm-hmm. thought I think AEW, uh, during uh, his tenure there, they've done a pretty good job of, of, yeah, he's a pretty chill dude, but push comes to shove, he'll beat you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, and that's that's obviously where they went tonight to show that because Jericho essentially called him a one-note joke and uh, yeah. and an annoying, stale act. And uh, instead of Orange Cassidy uh, going through his entire routine, uh, we saw another side to him, one we don't see very often, which was just pure intensity. Uh, at some point, he got busted open in the ear, and that was yeah. coming down pretty hard. Uh, yeah. and he laid out Jericho and, and had a great moment there at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Pretty much, I, I would imagine, pretty much all the rest of the Fighter Fest matches were made official tonight as well. That's looking yeah. to be a, a pretty cool two-night event. Yeah, I was I was actually pretty surprised and, and honestly pretty uh, excited that they announced the cards for both shows. I guess while we're talking about them, I'll also just talk about it. Okay. So night one is as follows. You got Jurassic Express versus MJF and Wardlow. That's about that was made during the show tonight. Mm-hmm. Santana and Ortiz versus Private Party. Matt Hardy will be joining Private Party uh, at ringside. You got Hikaru Shida versus Penelope Ford for the women's title. They had a great brawl tonight. Uh, Jake Hager versus Cody. They had kind of an interesting press conference type thing. I'm still not exactly sure what to think of that. That'll be fun and, to talk about. And then uh, tag titles. Uh, Kenny and Hangman Page taking on best friends. Night two, we got Lance Archer versus Joey Janela, another match that was set up tonight. Uh, Nyla Rose will be in action, and they tease some sort of announcement or something from her. Yeah. What was what was the exact wording on that one? I forget. It was because it said she's in action, right? Like she's gonna. Yeah, be but fighting. then the commentary said something about her having a surprise or something. Yeah, like right. Um, SCU, all three members. Taking on Brody Lee, Colt Cabana, and Stu Grayson. Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho. Uh, eight-man tag match, Butcher and Blade and Lucha Brothers, who return tonight. Taking on the Young Bucks and FTR. And then for the AEW Championship, John Moxley versus Brian Cage. So if our Twitch chat is to be believed, did you see this already? Renee, uh, Renee Young, uh, tweeting out that she has been diagnosed with COVID. Oh, which obviously explains uh, what happened there with AEW. Because yeah. you know there is always the speculation. Well, you know, so now WWE's incon- incompetence. I was going to say incompetence. Incompetence is is reaching into the realm of AEW, man, via marriage. That's rough. That's really rough. Well, that that's got the potential of putting that title bout on uh, July eighth um, in jeopardy. Yeah, it does. It yeah. I mean, we're a week away, and to well, point, two weeks. It's the eighth. It'd be the eighth. 
or two weeks. Oh, out. that's on night two. Okay, well, yeah, the fourteen day quarantine is between now and then. Yeah, but if he, you know, if he catches it, oh, if he can, sorry, he's 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 not gonna. There's gonna be no title <laughs> For match. Sure, no, you know? there won't be a title match so. if he actually has it. Oh man, I mean, I would have thought, I would have, yeah, boy, I mean, he's. I don't know how long those tests take these days, but I'm sure he's been tested at this point. And, like, and the tweet they sent out today, um, I believe it was a situation where he thought he'd been, ho- by that point, exposed secondhand. That's what the tweet said. And that he was going to stay home on the doctor's advice and be tested himself, I believe. But okay. the situation, depending, assuming he's been exposed, assuming uh, uh, all that, there's a 14-day incubation period. So yeah. um, if you test them tomorrow, you test negative. That, that, that's apparently that was one of the situations uh, WB ran to. I can't remember who it was, whether it was, it was Tom Collihue or somebody else about, uh, you know, some people tested tested negative, only sub- subsequently you could te- be tested again positive because it's mm-hmm. such a long incubation period. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, let's just uh, – I mean, I'm sure we'll have all that stuff tomorrow. Um, yeah. But that is uh... – yeah, that's something else right there. That is something else. Uh, so it kicked off. What a freaking world. Uh, so kicked off with a really fun match between Wardlow. Oh, yeah, was a blast. And Luchasaurus. Uh, of course, this was a lumberjack match, and the best friends took it a bit on the literal side, dressing up as actual lumberjacks. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Were there any? Uh, were there heels around the uh, the ring? Because I saw at one point. Yes. Yeah, they were heels because at one point... Wardlow got out of the ring and they started... Luchasaurus got sent to the opposite side of the ring and the heels beat him up. Oh, was that Luchasaurus that that happened? Because Luchasaurus at first went out and the heels helped him back... I'm sorry, the faces helped him back up. And on the other side was the heels and he got sent out there. Okay, I don't know if that was Wardlow or him. So just to confirm, yes, Tom Collihue, I was correct, apparently as part of the most recent coronavirus test, their WWE employees testing positive who tested negative last week. So I just want to make sure that is sourced correctly. Golly. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, uh, so the lumberjacks definitely were felt, uh, at one point, uh, when Wardlow was on the outside, little Marco stunt was trying to mess with him. Eventually they get up to the stage area. Oh man, this whole part was great. And, uh, that stuff was a lot of fun. Why don't you take us through that? Because yeah, that was a lot of fun. So, so Wardlow power, so they, yeah, Wardlow power slams Luchasaurus on the stage and then uh, mm, Jungle yeah. Boy is up there. He checks on Luchasaurus. And the Warlow just grabs him, tosses him off. All the heel lumberjacks are down there beating him up on the floor. And then Marco, so we get a shot on the floor. <laughs> so Marco jumps in from screen right, yeah, on the right side of the screen, and does like a tope or something. Does like a full flip in the air, take them out, try to make the save. Meanwhile, Wardlow and Luchasaurus, they're brawling up the stage. Brandon Cutler, who I guess is one of the lumberjacks, he tries to get involved to get the competitors back down towards the ring where they're supposed to be. Yeah, he gets tossed off the stage onto the lumberjacks. And then Marco goes after Wardlow. Wardlow press slams him Man. and just chucks him. He went so chucks high him. up in the air. That was great. I'm glad that he did that as opposed to like what uh, Archer did, where he like basically tried to throw like a freaking uh, <laughs> a basketball yeah. pass yeah. At, yeah, uh, no. at the crowd there. But he he sort of chucked him up high, and yeah. then of course that distraction was enough. Uh, he turns around. Luchasaurus gives him the uh, th- he has a name for that, right? The spinning tail whip. The tail whip. Tail yeah. whip. So he gives him the tail whip. He falls off into the crowd, and then Luchasaurus comes to the to the edge of the stage. He does a shooting star press, 
uh, oh, man. off the stage. It looked, <laughs> I was like, is this dude going to try this right now? He did. He hit it. It was great. It was really cool. It was fantastic. Everybody did a good job catching people. Yes. Uh, back in the ring, though, uh, Luchasaurus, did he hit another uh, tail whip? He hit, he hit a tail whip and another kick, yeah. And then it okay, slam. yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. And then he goes for the pin, but MJF distracts the ref. He then, MJF gets speared by Jungle Boy, uh, which, of course, uh, then allows Wardlow get the advantage, F10. Is that what he's still calling it, F10? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. F10 and the win. Really and then there's a match. big brawl between everybody, and that's what oh, they man, announced. That's when they announced Tony Khan has decided. And I like that they're referencing that now. They're referencing that Tony Khan is in charge, Larson. He is the matchmaker. Yeah, so we've got There's that a couple other cool spots. Match. He saw Wardlow do a, a, a Rana during the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Luchasaurus hits a Spanish fly. It was pretty great. Yeah, good stuff. The match was tons of fun. After uh, that, afterwards. we had some Taz lessons. Here's some lessons with Taz. Look at Brian Cage. Ain't he great? I like how he breaks down how people do stuff. Where you talk about Brian Cage lowering his hips to get more power on doing that kind of stuff. That's cool. That's that's stuff that I like to hear. You want to make wrestling believable? That's how you do it. Look at his muscles twitch. Look at him don't look at look at him doing that. He holds him extra long up in the air for a stalling suplex. Box. Yeah. Uh, next, Britt Baker. So she's in the Rolls Royce. It is now. It's got like a plexiglass shield. It's not quite around a the Pope bed mobile, of it. is it? The Pope Mobile isn't the Pope Mobile like a, a dome? Yeah, kind of. Didn't the Pope Mobile? Didn't the Pope Mobile? It wasn't a dome. It was kind of a dome. It, it was wasn't like a like tall dome. dome. It was a tall. Yeah, dome. yeah, but it, was, it wasn't like a fully round roof. I think it was a little flatter than that. Um, it's kind of like somewhere between a dome and a rounded rectangle. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's been a variety of them. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was a lot more uh, Bubble Boy than that. Okay. Mm-mm. yeah, I don't remember a Bubble Boy one. Uh, yeah, okay. So she's sending Tony notes throughout the show. Uh, this first one here is telling Tony that he is off friendship, friendship timeout, even though Britt was in the dumpster for five or six hours last week. Um, after that, Hikaru Shida comes out for her match against Red Velvet. She's ringside. Her and Penelope Ford get into a bit of a, 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 an argument. Uh, Ford shoves her. And then Sheeta tries to hit her with the kendo stick, and the ref holds her back. That was pretty great. So Sheeta hits the ring, bell rings, running knee, falcon arrow, Sheeta wins. And she doesn't skip a beat. She just walks around, gets out of the ring, goes right after Penelope Ford. Meanwhile, uh, Caesar Bononi was uh, lingering. Yeah, he's in the background. The ringside. He looked like he was having a good time. He was like, oh, what did I stumble into? Another wrestling show? Cool. He's Who would have thought he'd be... The, the the next Lex Luger. Yeah. He even had kind of a puffy looking shirt on, dude. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. So they break that up a little bit. And then uh Sheeta breaks free. She decks Kip Sabian. Yeah. Grabs Penelope Ford, tosses her basically head first at the barricade. They're broken up again. Apparently Ricky Starks took took a spray a stray punch, Corey to Fifle Select, go subscribe to them. Yeah. Uh, so that's why he was holding his eye. Uh it was all pretty great. Yeah, it was good stuff. Sheeta's awesome. All right, man. Let's talk about this. Uh, all right, Cody press conference. What was Arn trying to say? I'm still trying to figure that all out. Like either Hager is stupid, dumb, or scared. Essentially, yeah, or scared. But he man, he took the scenic route to that. <laughs> that is, that's exactly right. That was so the scenic route. There's like four minutes of rambling, and they get to the to the point, and I'm like, did I? Is he trying to say something more? Am I missing something? Well, yeah. You know, Co- Cody like, had. Cody had that throbbing vein in his neck, and then it got got bigger and thicker. I was like, "What are you? What? Which vein are we talking 
out again here, Arn. <laughs> like he was saying that Cody wasn't ready for Hager because he's trying to fire Co- Cody up. I don't. It, I don't know. Yeah, don't know. was Arn claiming that he was playing mind games? Because that just seems unlikely at this point. With to be his, with with his client, I guess. He should have talked about how he was chilling at the Waffle House. And it, 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 he had a revelation. He said, I've been spending less time studying uh, wrestling tape, more time studying this Waffle House menu. <laughs> exactly. Cody, Cody's going to dunk Hager in pain like I'm dunking these pancakes and some luscious maple syrup. Warm maple syrup. There's my So dog. anyways, after, after Aaron talked endlessly, apparently, uh, next question is for Cody. Um, and uh, he's asked how it feels to be the first TNT champ. He says it feels like hope. Uh he says, uh, hope, hope is also Ricky Starks, who uh, came to AEW and, again, mentioned that, you know, legitimately he had like $3 in his pocket and was living out of his car, even though I think that was years ago. Um, right. And then, uh, or at least prior to who was running NWA, uh, and then left Dynamite last night, last week, sorry, with a job. Uh, he talks about taking wrestling very seriously because wrestling has seriously taken care of him. He starts talking about the TNT title, how important it is especially given everything that's going on these days, I guess. Um, and it says, look at it. It's not even finished. The nickel plating's not on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But he's, he's trying to make it seem like this is a symbol for the times, essentially. Yeah. At least that's the vibe I got. Yeah. No, it kind of worked. Hey, uh, unplug and plug in again. So, right. uh, so yeah, he's talking about the title. And uh, let me see. Let me bring up your notes here. What else did he say? Because, again, even Cody... Was, he was, yeah, he was a bit rambling yeah. himself, and I didn't really take that uh, uh, detail of notes because I was like, okay. No, no, that's fine. Like, the next thing you have here is Hager and his wife show up, and Hager just, they're just really in a rush. And so Hager's like, all right, you ready to do this? And he's like, yeah. He's like, cameraman. And then they do, like, a stare-down photo op thing, and then Hager, like, puts his fist up against Cody's cheek and Cody kind of smiles and then he bats his hand away and then he sort of you know mad dogs and then Dustin keeps on trying to get in the business too and Cody's like stop stop and then uh, so he's like everybody just chill out and then he turns back around and Hager's wife throws some water in Cody's face and then Dustin's like get her out of here and he's like chill out all right that's it press conference over yeah that's the final straw for Cody I mean if the point of this was to 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 provide more heat for this match uh, I don't really think that was terribly accomplished. Very I'll much. be honest, like, I is is Jericho Orange Cassidy gonna main event Fighter Fest? Oh wait, wait, did, well they have the night. What the which well, which night is that gonna be on? Two. So that's assuming two. Mox Cage happens, that's be the main event. If not, then it probably will be Jericho uh, Orange Cassidy because uh, Cody and Hager's night one. Okay, that makes sense. If yeah. the if they've listed the matches, you know, uh, in order. As they announced them, the, the main event of night one is going to be the tag title match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Cody and, uh, yeah, boy, those are a couple of big matches right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. This was this was super corny, but yes. it, it was very Cody. And the thing is, it's hit or miss with him. It's like you can call back to WCW, NWA stuff, and sometimes it's pretty cool. Sometimes it is super cheesy because even back then it was super cheesy and this was that, but he yes. seemed to be really reveling in it. But the thing is, like, I think if it was more focused, mm. it might have mm. come off better from the jump. Like the second I saw everybody standing there. Oh, the setup awkward, was corny. I know it was, but it, it was it, corny. It, it, it felt like a, a situation where it was, it was set up in a corny fashion that it overstayed its welcome. 
Yeah. Which just made you sit there and, and have to the set and the corniness of it. Yeah, right. As opposed to being really focused to the point. Like if Arnda says, yeah, Hager is not here. So he's either too dumb to show up or, or too scared. Next question for Cody. How does it feel to be a TNT champ? Feels great. This is hope, open challenge, so on and so forth. For example, Ricky Starks, he got a job last week. Uh, have Hager interrupt that and then uh, do the water bit. Done. You're out in like three minutes. As you know they should have done. This took. Do you remember those commercials for that copy copy machine selling place here in, in town that would run during Kings games? Yeah. They were called, and they had like fake press conferences like for yeah. as part of their commercial. Yeah. That's what this felt like. felt like that. It just felt like fake press conference. Cause like, well, I mean, it was, it was, it was. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're right. It was, and it felt like it. And I don't think it was supposed to feel like it. No. (laughs) I mean, they're all fake fights too, but we don't say that. Uh, So after that, we had a tag match, dark order, uh, dark order is Mr. Brody Lee and potential recruit Colt Cabana versus uh, the new team. Well, new-ish, I guess. New to Dynamite, anyways. Uh, Joey Janela yeah. and Sonny Kiss. They yeah, they had, played that uh, video package that they had aired on It was like a Twitter. truncated version of it because the full oh, version was like four minutes long. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and so... That, that, uh, uh, the fight sequence was, was really well done, at least in the one they showed on uh, <laughs> Yeah, Dynamite. no, man. Like, the yeah, the, the, the fight sequences. Like, there was some stuff at the beginning. But uh, the fight sequence, like the, the punch to the balls... Mm-hmm. And then Janela coming in. It was cool. I thought it was clever. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, that was really neat. Um, but ultimately, even though uh, Janela and Sonny Kiss got in a decent amount of offense, they had like a decent bit there. Uh, like Sonny Kiss took out uh, Brody Lee at one point uh, while Joey was trying to get the cover on uh, Cole Cabana. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the end, this was more recruitment fodder for Mr. Brody Lee because for the first time, I guess, in uh, uh, I don't think uh, Cole Cabana's had his hand raised, or at least he acted like he hasn't had his hand raised in eight. No, he w. started out undefeated. They made a and commentary said that he just run he's run into a, a bit of a losing streak of late. How many matches had he had in AEW? God, time is flown, I guess. Well, not counting dark. I don't watch dark. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. 
I mean, I well, I think he started up. once once he lost his match in the TNT title tournament. I think I don't think he's won since then. But oh, he had a couple okay. wins before that. Anyways, he was so shell shocked that he won. He kept on because yeah, he was Brody Lee, Brody Lee hit uh, his discus clothesline on Janela. Yeah, Janela. Yeah, yeah. And then because Colt was a legal man, he said, "Here, go ahead." But I, I kind of feel like he was going to do that anyways. He said, "Here, go ahead and pin him." And then mm-hmm. Colt pinned him, and they raised his hand, and he kept on saying, "I'm a winner. I'm a winner." So Colt's record, he's uh, four and five. Okay, all right. Well, five and five now. Sorry. Now five and five. Now he's a five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they. Oh, so that's. Uh, is this true? They call him Colt Forty Five in Dark Order. <laughs> oh, I thought he meant on on Dark. All right, this is a joke. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, so after that, it was a really fun match, though. Uh, they had a, a, a brief Sean Spears update. And it's basically just. Oh, the, wait, the, wait. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention this. Lance Archer comes oh, in sorry. and annihilates Sonny Kiss. And then he no sells Joey Janela throwing a chair at his head. And then he gives him a big boot. And then Jake the Snake's like, hey, calm down. Calm yep. down. All right. Yep. So the Sean Spears update is to finish to his match against Pineapple Pete on AEW Dark. Uh, where he's using the glove that Tully gave him, and I guess it's a loaded, a loaded glove. There's something in it. Don't know what it is. Something me- metal, maybe. Who knows? Like, yeah, well, yeah. He clocks Pineapple Pete with the glove to get the win. Well, they showed it. It was like a little sliver of like. Yeah, it looked yeah. like kind of a rectangular piece of something. Yeah, at first I thought they said it was a. I forgot what they said. They but, tried to uh, make it make it sound like having that little piece of metal, whatever it was, and there was like you know a, a roll of quarters in your hand when you punch somebody. I think yeah, that's man. the point they were trying to make. Dense, dense. Yeah, uh, I like that. I I I like it's smart of them to use stuff like the Joey Janela Sunny Kiss video, which you know they debuted on Twitter, mm-hmm. and that doesn't always guarantee it's going to end up on on the show. And then they're, you know, they're actually showing us stuff on Dark that we're going to need to know on Dynamite instead of us just mm-hmm. having to be like, hey, did they do something on Dark with this? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's cool. So the glove is great. Uh, after that, we had SCU versus FTR. Uh, this is great. As FTR came to the ring in their Milner mobile, which will come into play later, yeah. uh, they passed by a, a Brit in her Pope mobile. And... Uh, and they know seller and she gets mad about that. So she's been writing notes to Tony for him to broadcast mm-hmm. all night. Mm-hmm. That was, that was pretty damn funny. That was pretty, this is a fun match. Um, FTR, not surprisingly gets the win with good night express. Uh, afterwards they're dropping a promo. Well, Dax is, uh, he's, he's a pretty damn good talker. So he said, I, I didn't quite catch it. Did he said, he say they're a welcome or an unwelcome addition to the tag roster. Oh, I didn't hear him. All right. It's one of the two. Yeah. Says there are good guys and bad guys in the world. And he says, we might just be a, a shade under 5'10", and we're not as athletic as JR would like us to be, but we're the baddest guys around. Uh, Dax talks to uh, Jurassic Express, Santana Ortiz, uh, Kenny and Paige, and the Young Bucks. And congratulates them all for graduating uh, from the kitty table because the best tag team in the world is in AEW right now. You cut to the Butcher and the Blade and the Blade to the back of FTR's truck. Uh, uh, Butcher sitting there like Bob Falfa. Uh, Blade drops Probo, <laughs> produces a giant steel rod, yeah, and threatens to have the Butcher rip the truck in half. Meanwhile, the Lucha Brothers teleport behind FTR, and they're just waiting for the turnaround. Mm-hmm. So Blade challenges 
uh, 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 FTR and Young Bucks to an eight-man tag match. Uh, it'll be the four of them against Butcher the Blade and Lucha Brothers. Uh, Lucha Brothers and FTR start brawling. Uh, eventually, Lucha Bros hit their finish on Cash Wheeler. Young Bucks run to the ring to make the save. Lucha Brothers run off, and then they and Butcher the Blade steal the truck. I liked later on how they kayfaved why it take, took people a long time to get to the ring because the locker rooms are in the football stadium, not in Daly's place. Oh, there you so go. So there's golf carts that people have to ride normally, I guess, to get from locker room to, to the, the stage area. Well, FTR, so I appreciate FTR has their Milner truck. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what's really sad about that match is that the bad guys are totally going to lose and they've got all the awesome teams. Like, I like the Young Bucks, don't get me wrong. I like FTR for the most part. But Butcher and the Blade and friggin' Lucha Brothers, holy crap. They're like, they honestly should be like vying for the tag titles at this point. They're I know. really good. I know. Although, I will say this I am glad that they didn't just feed Butcher and Blade to FTR in one match in their debut and then they're gone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're yeah. actually getting a high profile match with them, even though they're totally going to lose and they really shouldn't because they're great. Yeah, it'll probably uh, it'll probably be either Butcher or Blade taking the loss in that one, though. I'd be really surprised if uh, either member of uh, Lucha Brothers eat the pin in that match. Yeah, I no, I yeah, yeah, I agree totally. Yeah. It's yeah. probably going to be uh, the Blade. Yeah, probably. Uh, after that, we had a really good um, best friends Omega and Page video package with uh, you know two interviews with each team. Uh, Kenny and, and Page are great together. Mm-hmm. Page kind of doing the the real mellow, straight faced thing. Really good at that. Well, he was he was buzzed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he looked like he was just. Buzzed. He had that twenty yard stare going. He, there. Yeah, exactly. Great. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, 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 best friends were great. Uh, Trent cussed a little bit. Got beeped out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really good. Really well put together. Yeah, it was. And uh, it was. They, they had other little interview bits, like with Jr. Jr. is questioning whether. Uh, Kenny and, and, and Paige had worked out their issues. And kind of the thing with them is like, uh, uh, you know, hey, we're really good friends. Or at least we're drinking buddies. And at the end, it was like, yeah, we may not be best friends. We may not be, be good friends, but we're like a damn good tag team, essentially. Mm-hmm. This is a good point here. Dang MQ says Fighter Fest Night 2 is taped next week. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing oh. that as well. Oh, that's right. Mm-mm. No mocks. If, if they, yeah, but dude. I wonder if they can call an audible and say, "Okay, we got to go live both weeks." If it if it means if it like they'd have to gamble. It's like, look, we definitely know we're not getting mocks next week, but we might be able to get them if we go live both nights. I wonder if they'd make that gamble. I don't know, man. Who's he fighting? Cage. That's yeah. such a non consequential match. They could have that at another freaking eight. That could be a main event on Dynamite. They should yeah. put that on Dark. Have it be on. No, uh, have it be on. Uh, being the elite. Oh my gosh! In like uh, the Jacksons' backyard. Oh my goodness! Uh, After that, we Mox. had another Taz promo. Well, it was a, a, a Mox Brian Cage video package. Yeah, there was a lot of Taz talking, but yeah. Um, and then we saw Brian Cage versus Joe Cruz. Oh, that's right. I fast forwarded to the Taz. I did. I didn't even write because I wrote like very basic notes about shit that happened. Um, Brian C- the power so Brian Cage takes Joe Cruz to the outside and then power bombs him from the stage back into the ring with 
Ease. And he 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 launched him like fifty feet in the air. It was crazy. It the the fallaway slam he did too earlier was crazy. Yeah. And he, he was yeah. curling the dude. He was curling he was him. Curling him. And it's not like this is a little tiny, you know, like Leon Ruff no. type guy. No, this guy was this, this guy, guy was, was like a normal sized guy. Yeah. And he was curling him like he was weighing he was weighed fifteen pounds. I like the part I think it was he like gave him the fall away and then the guy started crawling out of the ring and he was like crawling away. Like it was a horror movie, and then yeah. Brian Cage just picked him up, did whatever power he wanted, back into the power ring. bomb. Yeah. So he hits Drill Claw for the win. Then Taz promo. So Steve, you took notes on this. What did he say? Uh, let's see here. Apparently, he's got uh, the philosophy of Vince McMahon because he called COVID a, be- a bullshit excuse. Not a good idea. <laughs> he said, like, "You're sitting idea. at home with a bullshit excuse." Not not the best way of framing that. It's a very deadly virus, there, Taz. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's my only note here. Yeah, uh, when he said that, I was like, oh, gosh. Taz. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Like any other any other excuse, any other thing, if Mox isn't there, like it's totally fine to call it a BS excuse, but not not this. No, no, it's Especially not. Especially because they referenced the crap out of it on TV, you know? Mm-hmm. So, JR uh, basically told He said, people, wear your masks. This you is, he, dude, he said, man. He Jr. was getting super political tonight, man. I mean, for a wrestling show, he was saying, "Yeah, dividing the country." <laughs> he said something about like the division in the country. He said he said the COVID was a nonpartisan. It was before. It was before, oh, that. before that. Before yeah. that, he said something, and I think it was still related to the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's when he circled back around to it. But he said something about like divisions in the country, and I was like, "Wow, you're sort of bringing me down, man. This is supposed to be my escape, Jr." <laughs> <laughs> the same refrain we hear in our comments when we start talking politics. Um, but yeah, no, he said it's a it's a nonpartisan, nonpolitical issue. Wear your mask, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said politics are dividing our country. Partisan politics destroying the country. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Uh, anyways, once Taz kind of uh, 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 trivialized, at least in the sense of the story they're trying to tell uh, uh, COVID, I kind of... Uh, kind of zoned out a little bit because i was like wow that's a bad that's a bad t- that's a bad take test bad take um <laughs> anyways he's just trying to hype the match yeah see if it even happens yeah uh next we had Brody lee and Cole cabana backstage Cole's talking about how good it feels to win yeah man and Brody's Brody's like yeah winning feels good we all suffer loss but it's all about how you react to it and Brody wants to show colt again uh how, what it feels like to win when they take on scu at fighter fest and colt's like SU. Oh. He's super hesitant. They're like friends. <laughs> yeah, they're friends. And Brody says, I'm going to bring my best man. That's you, Colt Cabana. I hope you bring your best men to SCU. So. And then, and in the very end, you see Colt's face where, like, at first he's, like, sort of worried about it. And then he sort of gives a determined face, like, okay. I'm, okay, I'm, we could do this. It took me all of three minutes. <laughs> and I'm good. I can do this. I want to win again. This guy was in WWE. Yeah. So uh, after that, Britt, she sent a note to Tony, wants him to read it on air, and it's a message for Big Swole. And this message reads, quote, I may have been a dumpster for nine to ten hours, but you're still the biggest piece of trash on the roster. Yeah. So uh, Swole walks up to Britt. She's banging on the uh, plexiglass. Uh, Britt's like, I can't hear you. This is soundproof. Uh, you can't get me. Uh, go steal someone else's star power. So 
Swole walks off, yeah. and Britt thinks she's safe. Little does she know that Swole has climbed up to the top of the field cart with a garbage can. Uh, she dumps the contents, contents of the garbage can onto Britt. Uh, meanwhile, I think uh, Rebel comes up with like a, a, a leaf blower or something to try to get. <laughs> she had a leaf blower. She was trying to blow it, and it didn't do anything. Oh, that was good stuff. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Britt Baker's on one leg. She's doing more than most people in wrestling. It's great. I know. I know. Uh, after that, we had uh, our main event match. It was Santana replacing, of course, Sammy Guevara against uh, Broken Matt Hardy. Neo One is there. He got in a shot. Uh, a camera shot, that is. I thought uh, they could do more. That's why I made note of that. How cool! It, 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 how cool it, it, is it for Santana to be in the ring with Matt Hardy? He's probably gonna that's gonna be, be pretty cool, man. That right? You think it's gonna be pretty cool? Maybe he doesn't like Matt Hardy. I don't know. I don't know. Probably be pretty cool. Santana got to win sometime too. <laughs> it didn't happen <laughs> yeah. tonight. No, it didn't. It didn't. Yeah, I wonder if they Impact. wish they would have stayed in uh, in Impact, dude. Probably they haven't really not. done. They haven't done a whole lot with these guys. Uh, they fit in so good with the inner circle, though. Oh, they do. They, they fit, fit in, in really so well. good. They fit in really well in AEW as as a whole. But apart yeah. from like if the the Young Bucks feud, I felt like that could they could have done more with that. You know what they need? Either well, they wouldn't work for the trios title. They need like a mid card tag title. They need like a North American tag title. Somebody's getting Cody's ear. He's they did that in the NWA back in the day. Yeah, they did. They had basically a mid card tag title. Yeah, you got all these tag teams. I mean, that you're billing yourself as the tag team place to be. Mm-hmm. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the finish saw Santana jump off the top. Sorry, no. Santana hits like a running Mishinoku driver, covers, and then Hardy just kind of rolls him over to get the win. Ortiz hits the ring afterwards. He's beaten down Hardy with the sock. Uh, and then they hit Street Sweeper, Private Party rundown to make the say. That's what they mentioned, uh, or kayfabe. Why it take, takes people a long time to get from the locker room to the ring area because it's 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 a pretty long walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then our main event segment, Orange Cassidy and Jericho have a face-to-face. Uh, Jericho starts by asking or telling the old joke, why does the chicken cross the road get to the other side? So he does this several times. He says mm-hmm. a joke that everyone knows, but after hearing it, you realize how dumb it is, and so is Orange Cassidy. He's the how did the chick cross the road joke of wrestling. He says that Orange uh, wrestling style is an embarrassment to the business. And when he found out that he was joining AEW, he called Tony Kenny and the Young Bucks and asked why they signed him. And uh, their answer was, well, everybody loves him. And then Jericho kind of puts him over. He says, I applaud you, Orange Cassidy, for taking uh, the advice that Brian Pillman told me a long time ago, is that, which is to do something no one else has ever done before. Um, he says he has got himself over, but then he flips it. Says the reason that it's happened is because he's a lot like the fans. He's lazy. He's a slacker. He doesn't have what it takes to make it to the top. And he broke out of his lane when he got in the face of Chris Jericho in that fighter fest. The Cassidy phenomenon comes to an end because he's going to make sure that Orange runs out of juice. And he was very tickled with himself yeah. with that particular punchline. Yeah, he loves the puns. So uh, Orange grabs the mic from, acts like he's going to talk puts it down, starts doing the shin kicks, puts his hands in his pockets. Uh, Jericho takes his glasses, crushes them, tosses the pieces at him, and then Orange takes him down with a double leg takedown, some ground and pound, they're brawling to the floor, and then up to the stands. Uh, Jericho loves his camera cane, uh, cranes, hits Orange Cassidy with it, uh, gets up on a road case, picks him up for a body slam. Uh, Orange escapes that, slams Jericho's head into the, the handrails up in the stand several times. 
runs down the steps of the stands. Superman punch sends Jericho through a table. And that's how the show ends. Yeah, he uh, sort of poses up on the on the little platform thing there, puts his uh, finds randomly see some glasses there, puts them on. Oh yeah, and uh, and he stands tall. So uh, so yeah, that was good stuff. Well, I had a friendo uh, uh, DM me just now, mm-hmm. Alejandro Gomez, and uh, he said, uh, "Which episode is it that you recently said to wear a mask?" My mother-in-law is trying to convince my wife not to wear it, and I just want to play that bit to make her feel better. Well, Alejandro, uh, consider this that bit because I don't remember yes. what that was. But just it, I feel look, like man, I feel like something that's been said. We said a lot. I know. I feel that's the thing. Also, I feel like we've said it a lot. Uh, I went to Winco today. Wore my mask. I like my Marvel yeah. mask. Lacey made me a Marvel mask. That's pretty and, cool. Uh, and I wear it wherever I go. And I noticed, dude, it was at least. At least ninety percent at Winco. Yeah. It was everybody. Yeah, I went so, to the store yesterday, wore my mask too. It's a totally normal I I consider necessary thing to do yes. to try to kill this thing, man. Yep. 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 Yeah. Agreed. Anyway. Agreed. So there's ne- your it is uh, necessary. There's your there's your uh your endorsement, Alejandro. Yes, when answers the questions, yeah. Yeah, so I got a, a question thread here on the Patreon if you want to handle the Twitch. Sure. $1 a month, you can get on our question thread here on Patreon. First up, Adrian C. says, uh, is there another point in history when a wrestling federation has had as many great tag teams as one, at once as AEW has right now? He says the best he can come up with is when the WWE had the Hardys, Edge, and Christian, and the Dudleys back in the day. And, of course, more recently, New Day Revival and Usos. I'll say this. No company in history has ever treated, at least in modern days, has ever treated the tag team division like AEW treats theirs. Mm-hmm. I think that WWE has plenty of talent, but it's just a matter of like treating them like they're, they mean anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gareth Nicholas, did you hear JR's kayfabe origin story for the Lumberjack match? I did not. I missed that. I missed that. I did say, I did hear uh, at the beginning of the match, Excalibur started talking about, he was trying to explain to the audience, if they're new to AEW, what a Lumberjack mm-hmm. match is. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's probably right after that, and I sort of tuned out, so I didn't. Yeah. It's probably cool, though. Uh, Asian Murr, remember when Cesar Bononi was breakout star of the year in NXT? I do. He was? Yeah. Man, that's like right before they probably started signing up everybody. huh? That's funny. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan. You think AEW could introduce breaks like NFL during season runs of Dynamite to add in another different element to WWE? Or would that be oh, like a bye week, much, essentially? Too much, or that be asking too much of TNT since the network loves themselves? Some AEW dynamite. Well, I, I mean, don't know. Such... I don't know what he means by breaks, but they're not going to go off the air for six months. That's for sure. I mean, if they're going to, if if it's breaks for the show, no. If it's breaks for wrestlers, off season, by weeks, if you will, by periods. I don't know how long. It'd probably be longer than a week. Um, I think that'd be a great idea. I would not. I would think that they would probably be open to that as well. Yeah, I would imagine if anybody came to them and said, hey, I'm feeling kind of burnt out, they'd probably say, okay, go home. Yep, yep. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, War Machine MJ says, in your, or asks, in your opinion, who is having more fun in their careers at this point, Chris Jericho or Daniel Bryan? I'm thinking Daniel Bryan because it was taken away from him for three years yeah. and he did not think yeah. he'd come back. Dr. Steve Winters, Moss could be out a month because he'd have to wait over two weeks after Renee stopped showing symptoms. That's true because uh, depending how long... Uh, well, yeah, depending how long uh, she's contagious, I don't know. Would it matter know. if he quarantined himself away from yeah, her? Yeah, maybe. But it would still be two weeks from the day he quarantined himself. Yeah, right. So yeah. if he started, if he like started quarantine, as soon as the positive test results came in, if he quarantined himself, then it'd be two weeks. Man, Gareth Nicholas. It was kind of weird that he called it a BS excuse. Yeah, Taz. When commentary is going on about how they they are treating this seriously. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a bad bad take. Well, um, I don't know. I wouldn't. I'm, I didn't. I understand it's wrestling. It's part of a storyline. Yeah, it's still. part of a story. He's a bad guy. That's what he does. Yeah. It's really not that big of a deal. I just. I mean, I thought it was funny. I was like, oh, that's kind of silly. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Scotty Sparks, are you doing predictions for Fighter Fest? It's essentially a free pay per view because of COVID. Hypothetically, if you are, oh, hypothetically, if you are, who's the biggest points lock pick? And why is it Hikaru Shida? Oh, yeah. Shida's totally retaining that title. I mean, look. What's a... Well, Moxley isn't even a big lock right now because we don't even know if he's going to have the match. So, yeah. It, it might be. very well be Shida. I mean, Cody's not losing to Hager either. But well, Lance Archer's not losing to Joey Janela. <laughs> Okay, uh, but of all those, okay, so you, I guess the biggest confidence goes to number one, the biggest discrepancy in sort of the nebulous power rankings. Like Penelope Ford is not going to be women's champion right now. Hikaru Shida is pretty high up there. She's eleven and one this year. Mm-hmm. Um, conversely, Jake Hager is booked pretty damn strong. Yeah, he's not going to win, no. but. They could, and it wouldn't, and it would, it would be like, okay, well, yeah, I could see how that makes sense. It's Jake Hager, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that could make sense. Joey Janela, 
and Lance Archer might be the biggest discrepancy power-wise. Maybe. Maybe. But then you bring Sonny Kiss in the equation, and maybe? <laughs> uh, Diehard Homer, who gets kicked out of the inner circle first? Uh, if you'd asked me this question last week, I'd probably say Sammy Guevara. Well, you were right about that, Larson. Um, but uh, wouldn't no, it be? Uh, no, it wouldn't be that. What are you gonna do? Face turn Hager? You could face turn LAX, maybe. But Ortiz yeah. is booked as crazy guy, so I don't know that it's gonna work. Uh, let's see. Oh, it kind of kind of seemed like they were planning some sort of uh, laying the groundwork for some sort of thing because Matt Hardy was kind of getting into Sammy's. You know, uh, oh no, you were bit. right about Sammy. You're right Sammy about Sammy. Sammy would have been the one that would have turned face and left the group, but yeah, 100%. Um, uh, Flats asks if, if AEW is like New Japan and Mox has to vacate the title, assuming we can't have the match at Fighter Fest, uh, who faces Cage at Fighter Fest night two? I don't think they're gonna have Mox vacate because he can't defend it, but let's, let's for the sake of discussion say they do, okay. Say uh, Mox is unable to defend the title. Um, we're going to have a match. I guess it'd have to be whoever's number one, who's ranked number one in the power rankings. Isn't everybody in the power rankings either a champion of some sort or? Let me see. Let me see MJF. Is yeah, MJF like MJF. top of the I think, rankings? Yeah. I think he might be MJF. MJF might be number one. Yeah, it could be MJF. So, sorry, Cody's. Oh, no. Yeah, MJF's number one. is MJF, Brian Cage, Lance Archer, Brody Lee, and Jericho. Mm-hmm. So it'd be MJF. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nathaniel Spencer. What are some dream matches we have yet to see in each division in AEW? Have we seen Mox versus Cody yet? We haven't seen that. They've both been faces. I don't believe so. We've seen Mox versus Jer- Jericho. Yeah, Jericho. Yeah, we saw that in AEW. We saw that. Yeah, for the championship. Yeah, I saw he won the title. We've, We've seen had Mox and Kenny. Yeah, we had Mox and and Penta. No. I don't think so. I want that no, one. That's the one know. I want. That's the one I want. Uh, White Brian 92, who in AEW needs a repackage or new entrance theme? Basically everybody, save for Paige, Best Friends, maybe a couple of other people need new entrance themes. Or yeah. could stand to have new entrance themes. I don't think anybody's music is so awful that they Cross desperately the need one. Cross the but board. I just feel like not, most of them are fairly nondescript. Across the board. Joe Juarez, should Orange Cassidy and Jericho be a cinematic match? Or... Yeah, that'd be rad. We'll do it Wait, like Stadium one? Stampede. Jericho, Orange Cassidy. Uh, oh, yeah, that'd be fun. You can do some silly pratfalls. Uh, fear and loathing. If the WWE has to shut down, can we expect an increase in Unsolved Mysteries watch-alongs? No, because they took it off Twitch Prime or Amazon Prime. Yep. Yep. Don't know what I'm going to do about that. Don't know what I'm going to do about that. Life sucks. Uh, this is an interesting question from Morpin Ravioli. It's 2020. They take off Unsolved Mysteries off Amazon Prime, so I can't do my watch party. Like anymore. a month and a half after you do watch, start doing watch parties. Just absolutely. Yeah, that I know. Just, now, yeah, we're breaking it to people here now, man. Uh, Morpin Ravioli, should AEW take pride in the fact, this is kind of a spoiler for NXT, a modest one. Do you want to hear it? Have you heard NXT? Uh, I've seen a lot of counter programming. Oh, yeah. Bash of the Beach, right? Great American Bash. Great American Bash. Two two week Great American Bash event uh, might hurt Fighter Fest ratings, but in the long run, 
guess, a better look for them. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about NXT doing like most obvious counter-programming imaginable. Uh, just kind of do your own thing, man. You know? Oh, wait a second. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? What? It says Prime Video. No, it says it's oh. back. Oh, cool. It wasn't here before. It wasn't here like two days ago. It says included with your IMDb TV subscription. Okay, but the question is, can I do a watch party? Yeah, that I is won't know that until we're... Wait a second. Actually, I can sort of start to look at it. All right, what's the next question? I think I'm done with Patreon questions. Oh, okay. Call me Aurelius. Says, Steve, new episodes are coming to Netflix. Is that a uh, fictionalized Unsolved Mysteries, or is that a, a, a relaunch of the show as it existed? Well, it ain't with Robert Stack, so Obviously. I don't care. All right, all right. I had so many people sending me the link. And don't get me wrong, I appreciate it. But it's not the same thing. Yeah, looks like they took it off watch parties at least. So Drat. I think that because it's on IMDb, it's not going to be on like proper prime. That sucks. That's a bummer, man. That is balls. I got to figure something out, man. Uh, Dang MQ brings up a point here. Essentially that uh, Brit and Swole are in relationships with WWE talents. Yeah, I know. Um, Adam Cole obviously has been at the Portland Center uh, for a while during this period. Um, uh, is, is, is that all going to be potentially interrupted? I don't know. It was live tonight. So mm -hmm. I, I, part of me wonders if that was the, the, I mean, I know that like story wise, the plexiglass like made sense totally. But part of me was thinking, is this because of, of Adam Cole? Like, is this like they sort of like, hey, this is going to be an issue. But then I, they, I would think they'd just been like, hey, don't come here. Well, also the news broke of all that at like 3 o'clock our time. It was a couple hours before they went live. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I don't know if they'd have time to put a bunch of plexiglass on the field cart. Uh, yeah, I you have know, no idea. In response to that. I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, it's a valid... Well, hold on a second. Isn't... Uh... Wait, isn't NXT... Isn't that a full sale? Or is that at the Performance Center? I thought they did that at full sale. Last time, it was at full sale. Yeah. And like this it... week's was taped. Yeah, it was taped... The la... They taped it last week, I believe. Look, I, I would just put... I would put it this way. I would assume that AEW has thought about this. They've inquired about this, and they've probably determined that she's in the clear for her to be there. It is a it is a valid thing to wonder yeah. about. Yeah. Absolutely. I would just think that like they've been very careful with this stuff. I doubt they're gonna I doubt they're gonna slip up on this one when it seems really yeah. obvious. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's saying it's a full sale, that's what I thought. Okay. Well, hopefully, I, mean, I guess the, the the one concern would be, at least potentially, is, is is there any crossover in terms of the crew working the show? Isn't the I mean, isn't the crowd at Full Sail the same crowd that's at the Performance Center, though? I thought so. I, like, it's just the PC guys, the PC recruits. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like, it, you would think, like, dude, number one, none of those people are six feet apart from each other. Like, in terms yeah. of a chain of people, you yeah. know, like, they're all yeah. next to each other. And yeah. they're all encased. And, like, the first reports that we got from Fightful Select was, like, what was it? There wasn't even air conditioning or it was, like, I don't know. It was something weird. Not a, not a ventilation in, in the in the space. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a mess, man. It's, it's... Ugh. Yep. Anyways. It's a mess. That's it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Oh, Twitch chat, stay tuned. We'll uh, oh. do a raid. Sure. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.